Beyond Yacht Rock, Yacht and Yacht Volume 86. Uh, we're a podcast, and this on the mini sodes like this, we like to you guys tell us songs that you want to know if they're Yacht Rock or not, and we uh, let you know. My name is J.D. Riznar. I'm Hollywood Steve. Dave. Hunter. Dave, I understand you have a bread story to share with us. Oh, my God. I had to go to my bank today, uh-huh. uh, transfer some money around, um, stopped at my favorite German sausage place in Glendale on the way home. They gave me a free bag of bread. The nice German lady said... Uh, wait, hold on. Was it a bag filled with bread? Yeah, yeah. yeah the oh, old wait, bread how bag. big was the, the bag? I like a sandwich bag size. Just random bread in there? Four rolls. The lady said, for you to make with sandwiches. or so There was a language barrier. I think she was German. But yeah, went home with some free bread. I ate one of them in my car, got crumbs all over the, myself. Sent a photo to my wife. I'll share that photo with you guys later tonight. I'll put it on Instagram. Eh. All right, this song is Quincy Jones' Something Special. I just put this in here. I really wanted a Yatsky. This is kind of one of my favorite, what I believe is a Yacht Rock song. I know we have to rate it before I can go ahead and declare it's a Yacht Rock song. I'm going to rate it on the Yatsky scale. Uh, each of us get a rating, and we average the four ratings. 50 and above is a Yacht Rock song. Below 50 is in Yacht Rock. So Quincy Jones here. This is from his iconic The Dude album from 1981. It's got Jerry, hey, Bill Rickenbach, and Chuck Finley on horns. Herbie Hancock on e-piano. Ooh. Classy. Herbie Hancock is the guy who arguably brought e-piano into the pop music scene when he started playing it in his pop jazz in the early 70s, late 60s. Uh, We got um, Patty Austin here singing gorgeously. Fantastic. And Phil and Gaines on synth. It's written and arranged by Rod Temperton. Oh, he's good. Yeah. So imagine this on Thriller, guys. It would work. But first, imagine that Jacko wasn't a serial rapist. Now imagine this on Thriller. Yeah. Ooh, that's tasty. Yeah. Quincy Jones, Rod Temperton, and Toto were the Thriller album. Peeny Squeezy Jackson was just a marketing vessel through which the album was sold. But I digress. Patty's driving this shit home. I wish she was a superior moonwalker because this song has not gotten enough love in the world. Yeah, this song's hot. There's a lot of stuff that I would imagine would be on Thriller, but it has too much off the wall on it. <laughs> this is one of those. She sounds like Michael Jackson in this song a little bit. Yeah, um, she kind of does. On my almost Thriller list, there's a lot of Patty Austin that I could go on there. Ooh, I think it's, I think stuff that uh, Michael turned down, a lot of it went to Patty, or she was like the test subject on a, on a new sound. Yeah, like the Quincy Jones could do whatever he wanted on this. This is his album. No, man, that is some sultry sax. Yeah, this is some good sax. Sax, of course, not a yacht rock instrument necessarily, but in a it song like this, it doesn't yank it off the boat. Yeah, and it's, in fact, listen, this is an essential. Yacht Rock song, boys, in my opinion, is a very essential Yacht Rock song. So is this the is this the, is this the best Yachtsko that would be out there? I mean, there? if you would even call it Yachtsko, it's one of the best Yacht Rock songs you can dance to, that's for sure. I think those drums are pretty... Yeah, that's a straight ahead four on the floor. Yeah, that's it's, four on the floor. It's dance drums. Yeah, disco dance drums. There's some good stuff going on. There's some interesting fills and whatnot and what have you. Not really. Yeah, I, I don't know what I'm talking about. 
You're saying words, though. Yeah. I'm saying words. And you're saying them with authority. Listen to this opening. It's so smooth and perfect. Now, here's some uh, bongos or congas. What's the difference? Uh, bongos are small. You can put them in your lap. Congas are big old. The yeah. big ones that, like Andy Kaufman played. Yeah. yeah. Yep. There you go. All right. I'm sure there's some other drums with different names somewhere in between, mm-hmm. different shapes and sizes. Bass drum. That's a drum I've heard of. <laughs> Snare. I'm talking hand drums. Oh. Uh, Steve, you want to uh, sort of give it an He's analysis and a rating? I'm, uh, I'm taking it in. I'm, uh, yeah, you know, I'm relaxing. I broke my foot. I don't think we talked about you that break on the, your foot the more podcast often? before. I broke broke a bone in my foot. I did Instagram a picture of you podcasting with a broken foot, so you many of our that. fans yeah. are aware. Mm-hmm. Anyone sure. who follows us on Instagram knows that I'm in a walking boot. Uh... For fracturing my fifth metatarsal. Sounds like it's, a Canadian over there. It's an injury known as the dancer's fracture. There's a different way you can fracture that bone called the Jones fracture, and that one usually requires surgery. Did you say the gentleman's fracture? No, the Jones. Oh. Jones fracture. That would make more sense than the dancer's fracture. And of course, Steve, yes, it sure would. Steve's big dance move was walking down one step with a box in his parents' garage. A sister's, sister's garage. Sister's garage. Yeah. No, sister's garage. Yeah, get your story straight. It was more. It was more of a half step. Like it was in a. It was in a spot where you wouldn't expect a step to be because it's just this one little half step. So if you're carrying a box and you don't live at your sister's house and you're not there that often, you're not going to see this little half step and you're going to forget that it's there. Is a half step a dancing term? I think so. Because I think uh, uh, also a music term. <laughs> yeah, like Big Daddy Kane ain't no half stepping. But I, Isn't I mean, this the same I'm bone? just saying that, that's, that it was a dancing injury. Yeah. Because he missed the half step. Isn't this the same bone you broke before, but in a different foot? That is correct, David. Do you think you may have weak bones? I... I Not really, right now. I, I really drinking. don't know what to blame. Mm-hmm. Maybe he has weak foot bones because he Could sleeps be. upside down, and so all this calcium from the day goes to his skull. Weird. Yeah. That's, That's why, why my brain so, works so well. So thick-headed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. A lot of brain and a lot of calcium in the brain. Is, yeah. It's good. It's good, good for, for you. <laughs> hey, but this isn't a science podcast. Um, listen. I'm, okay. Listen. If you guys are pussyfooting around, I'm gonna give this song a 99. Jesus. It's, wow. It's beautifully smooth. It's got this wonderful e-piano by Herbie Hancock, the father of popular e-piano. Quincy Jones is nailing it. Rod Temperton in a thriller form. Yeah, Patty Austin sounds phenomenal. So good, so smooth, so perfect, so yachty. 99. Ah! I feel like I don't know if it's I don't know if it's true, but I feel like there was some pushback on a on when I had a Herbie Hancock bone throw. It could have been because from a lot that of guy his, over there. A lot of his stuff is jazz. For me? You, no, from that guy. Oh. He, a lot but of it was sp- more like, I oh, don't know, this is Herbie Hancock. Mm. Man, that might have been before I learned that he was this the This is one of yours that you put around 50. One of your classics that are... See, Hunter likes to bring up things that we, we voted on like years ago before we had the vast knowledge and had done all the research. It's mm. possible for us to grow, Hunter. Yeah, and also... Pick, also, most Herbie also Hancock. Pick, pick favorites. Herbie Hancock stuff isn't really art rock, where he just brought the piano into the popular culture. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I need some other numbers, guys. I, I'm i having a hard time putting it as essential. But I will give it the highest number I can that isn't essential. <laughs> the highest number you could think of. 89. 
I really like it. I liked your argument. I like Steve's bone story. <laughs> so I'm going 89. <laughs> I mean, it's no free bread story, but yeah. they can't all be that yeah. kind of gold. I, I'm gonna. I, I have no problem with this song at all. I think it's great. I don't know if it's. Uh, Huh. It's the disco stuff. We've never defined that. And we can change, Dave, but when you don't like discuss it or define it. I didn't say change, I said grow. Grow. This is not <laughs> disco, we man. can grow, Dave. This is a post can't change. We can only grow. This is a post disco R and B dance song. Uh, for like older people. <laughs> Which is perfect for yacht rock. Yeah, I know. But you know, you get the kind of the slap bass in there and the and the, the four on the floor. Disco drums kicking in in here, which I have no problem with, but I, but uh, you know, we've never really defined how. The There's ex- such a complexity to the arrangement of this song. Absolutely. Anyways, it, I, uh, I'm, give, st- I'm giving it an 85. Hmm, wonderful. It's a good number. Because it's a great song. There's just little, little touches in there that I don't necessarily love. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's just it's it's not what I would say is the epitome of Yacht Soul. It's it's a great song. It's a great arrangement. There's many great things about it. It doesn't epitomize uh, the, the, the genre to the degree that I would think was necessary for me to give it a 99. I think it's a key I think it's a keystone Yacht Soul song. Well, I was, you guys know I was saying Yachts Go, right? I know. Okay. I'm saying making, Yacht Soul. Okay, I'm just making sure I enunciated that yeah. correctly. I I'm a, I'm gonna, a chance to mush mouth a lot of stuff. I'm going to give it an 87. Oh, this is essential because of only me. I'm going to be proud of myself. It's a 90. <laughs> right, I love it. Man. That's Yacht Rock. So Dave's going to change that Dave wants to change yep, yeah, I'm going to go home and change my number. <laughs> that should definitely beat After the Love is Gone. But that's, that's definitive. Were you thinking more of an 88, Dave? You know, now that you mention it. <laughs> hey, the next song is written in by Today and Yacht Rock at in underscore yacht. Wonderful. I love these so, guys. They or just, girls. Or who, who, who is I have this? no idea, but a wonderful yacht fact each and every day. Follow them on Twitter. It's wonderful. Yeah, you know what? Uh, you guys at Today and Yacht Rock, give JD a call at 213. No, I don't. I don't have your number. I assume that today in Yacht Rock gives you something to retweet. Mm-hmm. It's always a retweet. Always. I don't log on to the Yacht Rock Twitter every day anymore, but when I do, I'm retweeting it at, at in underscore Yacht. All right. Thanks for doing the work. So they write, uh, I realize that roots of this song are more Laurel Canyon slash country rock than Yacht Rock, but Heart of the Night by Poco. Paco? Poco. Poco. It's smooth and of the era, but it's a yacht rock. See, it got into his head. <laughs> Hashtag yacht and yacht. It's from the 1978 Legend album. It is not without personnel. Michael Boddicker on synth and Hai Hinting on keys and uh, Steve Foreman on percussion. And I didn't know a lot about Poco, so I looked him up. Yeah, Sausalito. Right? I didn't, yes. I didn't look at well, where they were from. San, Fr- San Francisco. Frisco. Frisco, but north of Frisco. Northern Frisco. Yeah, probably. Sausalito. But That's Sausalito they're, sound. They're, they're the kind of folk rock band formed from the ashes of Buffalo Springfield in 1968. Yeah, they were around for a while, and they had... Uh, Jimmy Mussina. That's right. One of the three founding members. 
Other guys who came through, Paco... Uh, the Paco Gauntlet. Yeah, Randy Meisner. Meisner. And, and who, Timothy B. Schmidt. Oh, Schmidt. Yes, yeah, because Meisner went into the Doobies, and Schmidt mm-hmm. went into the Eagles. Meisner had some had some Eagles times. Did he? Yeah, they were both under Eagles. Well, he, but I know, I remember Meisner was in the Doobies yeah. when they needed an extra guitarist. Um, Look cool. Yeah, Timothy B. Schmidt is a soul-smooth Yacht Rock Eagle. Yeah. Uh, so, and today... Uh, at the time of the album, Rusty Young, and at the time of this album, Rusty Young was the only remaining. Fa- he's he's been there. Rusty Young is a guy who's been in Paco forever. Paco. Rusty um, Young, it's like a giant shrimp. Yeah, I was saying. <laughs> I was thinking it was uh, an oxymoron. Uh, this is this album is called Legend. A jumbo I mean, shrimp. There's no such thing as giant shrimp. I knew what you meant. Oh, fucking idiot. Sorry, it's late. You're a handsome idiot, though. It, it's Paco's 13th album. It came. It, this came off of an album being canceled by their label, so they stepped it the fuck up with this one. Legend is their biggest album by far, fueled by their biggest hits, Crazy Love, and this song, Heart of the Night. But is it a yacht rock song? Well, I'll say this: you take out the saxophone, it's an eagle song. Yeah. Mm. Paco's trying to get that eagle catch. This is a Jet Glenn Fry song with that sax in there. That's what it is. Ninety-five. <laughs> <laughs> See, pluses and minuses. Minuses, yeah. I mean, the eagle's harmony is the yeah. just the. The string, a lot of string work going on. I'll give it a thirty. A very acoustic-y drum. It's too eaglesy. It's too eaglesy. Yeah. What you, would you give it? Thirty. That's that's a good area. I'm gonna go a little lower with twenty-six. Like it, it, it. it I, I have to give some of the guys in uh, in uh, Poco a uh, a. You know, they they they, they had they, they were kind of smooth a little bit, mm-hmm. but I have to take it down a few. Like like the thirty three is the baseline for personnel, kind of without without pissing you off. But it's too but it's too Eaglesy. Like you should hear this and go, this is not a yacht rock song because it's an Eagles song. Yeah, yeah. For some reason, I'm kind of feeling this one enough to give it a thirty eight. Hmm. Okay. I'll give it a 34. Did he say that Dixon move? I think it was Dixie. Oh. Guess I'm just hearing what I want. What's our number? 32. Nope. Written in by Ray Jepson at Mr. I'll spell out 914. Elton John is on the boat, and 1976's Don't Go Breaking My Heart sounds like Smokey's being with you. But is it hashtag Yadon Yad? Interesting observation. Interesting observation, Ray Jepsen, if that is your real name. Uh, this song was released as a single by Elton John and Kiki D. It was written by Elton and Bernie Toppin under the pseudonyms Ann Orson and Carte Blanche for oh, some reason. Wow. Never a dull moment with those two. I know. I'm giant shrimp. It's the, it's the first number one single for both Elton John and Kiki D. No personnel, but it does feature the sacred Fender Rhodes E piano. So is that enough to boat it up? No. 90. 8.5. Because they didn't invent the E piano. 
have said that this was sort of meant to be uh, an homage to an old Motown song, the old Motown sound. What do you think about that, Steve? A Fotown song? Yeah, this is this is pretty this is pretty solid Fotown. The strings are uh, trying to be a different kind of song than, than Yacht Rock, for sure. And while Motown strongly influences Yacht Rock, a straight-up Motown song is going to have a hard time making it on the boat. And what is that, a fucking cello? That's a guitar. <laughs> no, I was listening to the other thing. Oh. Drums? Yeah, that's what it was. What kind of drum do you think that is? Snare? Timpani. <laughs> <laughs> Timpani. Timpani drum? Yeah. There's a good pseudonym. Timpani drum. I don't know. I'm feeling generous today. I'll get to the 42. It feels wow. close to me. It doesn't feel too far off it because it's not, It's also 1976. So the Yacht Rock song. Yeah, this is, is just pre warming. What a Fool Believes. Yeah, by a year or two. I'm giving it a. I'm giving it a 29. Um. This is a, this is dangerously going into, into disco territory. Also, yeah. But without the sort of Quincy to embellish make it, it, make, make it, it a good. little more smooth. No, nothing about this is smooth to me. No. I will go twenty-five. Steve. Yeah, it's a little. It's a little too classic 60s soul for me to put it on the boat. I think I'm going to give it uh, give it a 38. And we got a 33.5. Nope. Okay, here's a fun one. Yeah. Um, Josh Bonwell wrote this in at J. Bonwell. Uh, Where does Steely Dan's glamour profession rate on the Yachtsky scale? Good song, standard Steely Dan personnel, but does it have a touch too much disco? Thanks, guys. Wait, Josh you're on the Oogie wrong Boogie one. Bonwell. You're on the wrong one. You skip number three. Skip number three, JD. Let's just do this one while we'll we're do this on one it, but... first, but it's okay. But you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just in the wrong order in my playlist. Um, clearly, I am reading about the song that's playing right now. This is Steely Dan's Glamour Profession. Uh, I blame Josh Bonwell for the mistake. Yeah, what an asshole. This is off Gaucho, arguably the Dan's yachtiest album. It is Steely Dan. The personnel is very good, especially for a Yacht York tune, a.k.a. Rob Mouncy dragged his A-piano, his acoustic piano, down his apartment stairs for this. Wow. This guy, I love the image of this guy carrying all his keyboards, <laughs> no matter what they are, down his apartment stairs. Now, even though this is thematically a very California tune, I think it was recorded in New York. Maybe. I'm just assuming that because Mouncy's playing on it. Isn't Gaucho a Southern California concept album, basically? Yeah, yeah. Going to a Lakers game. Yeah. We know this song, Mr. Chang's, the restaurant, Mr. (laughs) Mr. P.F. Mr. P.F. Chang's. Special delivery. Mr. Chow? Mr. Yeah, you're thinking of Mr. Oh. Chow. Oh, 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 yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, I'm getting the rhyme mixed up, too. Talk about Dr. Wu? Szechuan dumplings. Fun story about P.F. Chang's. Uh, the oh, here we go. used to have the same phone number as me with a different area code. 
so a couple times a week I get a phone call from somebody trying to order food or make a reservation at P.F. Chang's, and sometimes I just fuck with them. Yeah, I would. Come on in, we'll comp you. I would fuck with them the entire time. <laughs> Ask for the manager, me. My name's what do we David. got you? What do we got you down at for... 9.30, no problem. Yeah, and then actually... Uh, Do you have a preference for, ta- for a table? My, uh, my wife had to order food for a shoot one day from P.F. Chang's, and actually the manager's name was David, so people were going in and asking for David, and the manager would come out. I thought you were going to say your wife uh, called you <laughs> trying, <laughs> trying to order P.F. Chang's. Um, no, we don't eat that shit. Okay, so this song... Is it is disco? This is a disco song, right? Oh, here. we're going disco today. This is disco, but it's not too disco to keep it off the boat. No, this is on the boat. Yeah, easy. It does. This is a seventy-two on the boat. It's an interesting number. It's disco with pretty much all yacht rock elements. Yeah, like they're not bringing strings in and like they're keeping it cool, keeping it jazzy. Yeah, yeah. the sax helps instead of hurting it like it did on one of the earlier songs. See, I think a, I remember hearing. This is the problem with not defining trying. Attempting to define Yatsko. We're going to have to do a Yatsko episode someday. Didn't we do one? No. <laughs> Dave? I think Dave remembers. Yeah. I think you're... Uh, yeah, I seem to remember being bored shitless talking about Yacht Rock. Was, wasn't that Yatsko? Yeah. Um, but uh, I think this is a good de- definition of... It can, it can do this with keeping the elements of the things. There's that A piano you were talking about. Yeah. Rob Mouncy. Sounds it. good, though. Mm-hmm. A piano is a great yacht rock instrument. And One you know what? Beliefs has it. For a disco song, it's a terrible instrument. Yeah, yeah. I don't think many people actually requested this at the disco. Um, 85. Ooh, I huh. like that part where he says Hollywood. I was in Hollywood earlier today. Jeez. Oh, so are you? Were you stories? Yeah, that's where I work. Yeah. I work in Hollywood. At a big Hollywood meeting. A couple guys working for Hollywood. Yep. Did you see the sign? Were you no, super excited? I was oh. in a dark bar. Um, Mr. Chow's. Mm-hmm. Feed me at midnight, Mr. Meet me at midnight, Mr. Chow's. Szechuan dumplings. Okay. Love it. Great lyrics. I'm gonna give this a uh, a 79. What do we got? Wait, other people gave Dave it said numbers. 72. JD said 85. I got that one. Steve, you gave it a number. Oh no, I, I want to give it a. I want to give it. I want to give it an 86. We got an 80.5. Next song Josh. written by Mason. Cruise control at Cruise CTRL KFAI. Fooling around by Lou Rawls and Desiree Goyette. Oh, wow, they're running a little hot in this one. This is from the Here Comes Garfield soundtrack. <laughs> Here Comes Garfield was a 1982 network special starring that silly cat from the funnies. He hates Mondays. <laughs> and he's fat and loves lasagna. From all the lasagna, lasagna. Yeah. I think it was Garfield's first uh, TV appearance. The show was a hit and nominated for two Emmys. Wow. 
the low sound- stakes. Uh, the soundtrack album existed, and every song was sung by Lou Rawls, Desiree Goyette, or a combination of the two, such as this song is. That's right. I remember seeing Lou Rawls in the credits. I found a quote from Lou Rawls about why he did the Garfield shows. He said, quote, I needed money. <laughs> I figured if Bill Cosby could do Fat Albert and the Cosby Kids and live forever on the earnings, why can't I do Garfield? Well, it, so, Hunter, yes, basically that's... Uh, I mean, he did Fat it Albert money. The, I'm going to paraphrase Lou Rawls. I like money. (laughs) (laughs) I got a uh, fun fact about Jim Davis, the uh, guy that drew Garfield. Uh, He's from Fairmont, Indiana, and went to high school with James Dean. The sausage magnet? Yeah, Jimmy Dean sausage. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, what a delicious story, Dave. The one they... Wait a minute. Are you shilling for? Are you are, are you in the pocket of big sausage? I know. I listen. It's all starting to make sense now. Hey, hey, uh, Jim Davis. Yeah, Jimmy. Come come over to my house after school. Why? I'm gonna make some lasagna. I, you know, I formulated a new kind of sausage. I want to put it in my lasagna. Okay, I'd love to try it. Oh, Jimmy. But Dean. not on Mondays. <laughs> yeah. This sausage is. This lasagna is delicious. Yeah. Trying to work some uh, stinky lasagna odor, Odie. It's not coming. Well, listen, Lou Rawls, he's a famous guy. But, but he hasn't. Oh, you bet on Wikipedia. Yeah, he hasn't been on the boat yet. Well, Someone who, took a trip to Wikipedia. Who is Desiree Goyette? I was curious about this. Well, she's a singer, composer, and actress. She first appeared on. What is this? A YouTube clip, so it like ends early. Okay, it's uh, you can hear the popping of the album that they took this off, (laughs) and it goes it goes into a hilarious sketch with Garfield. Oh, really? Oh. So, um, Desiree first appeared on TV on Lou Rawls' Parade of Stars. Ah. And two years later, she was writing and performing this Garfield-themed masterwork with him. <laughs> She'd go on to voice several voices for the Garfield TV animation world, including Nermal on the, oh, Gar- the Garfield and Friends cartoon adorable. in the late 80s. I used to watch that show when yeah. I was a boy. Garfield hated Nermal more than he hated Odie. Boy, that's a lot of hate. Fun fact Nermal's supposed to be a boy, but voiced in a woman by a woman with the woman's voice. Same thing with Bart Simpson. Mm-hmm. But she was doing a boy's voice. The oh. point is, Miss. Uh, Miss Goyette here was uh, just doing her voice. My kind of voiceover actress. Now, this uh, song sounds pretty yachty to me. It even has, Honestly, yeah, it does. This even has this recorder consort here, like in Kenny, Kenny Loggins' album. I'm, de- solo <laughs> the 70s. I'm definitely putting this on the boat because this put, started over again because that, that opening is undeniable. Well, not that part, but this part. Yeah. The beginning, that intro sounded like the intro to Parade of the Stars. Yeah. It's got the wrong kind of keyboard. It's, it's rocking more of a Hammond sound. Well, not. I, I just like the bounce. Yeah. Very nice bounce. I like that it's Garfield, and it's like it's about like having sex. <laughs> the uh, the soundtrack album. Here Comes Garfield featured songs from 
and inspired by the television special. Oh. It's a scene. Yeah, when John has a date and they fill it out for like 10 songs to make a full album. I'm going to give this a 53. Why so low, Hunter? Because it's it's only bounce. It it no personnel, no instruments that we like. Yeah, and then and then, it, then it starts breaking like this this flute, this jazz flute comes in here. I guess a recorder consort, but anyway. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, there's a lot of strings on here too. And then the strings and the it's like he had all of his uh, New York jazz buddies come yeah. sit in and get a couple paychecks off of this. Listen, I like money. You guys should get some of this money, too. Uh, you know, I'll give it a 62. Uh, you talked me lower than I was thinking, but I still want it on every Yacht Rock playlist in the world. Oh, 62. this is definitely... with yeah. These guys are... Garfield's on the boat with, uh, with McGriff, the crime dog, and Richard Simmons. I wouldn't mm-hmm. credit this to Garfield because that's act- the actual no, characters. No, it's Garfield. All right. Then. That's the actual characters. Yeah, listen, McGruff that's fucking Garfield. The He's got the deep voice like, like Lorenzo Music. That's Garfield. God yeah, Lorenzo damn it. Music's the guy that did the voice. Right. He's get, Lou Rawls has a deep voice that's supposed to sound like Lorenzo Music, I believe. Yes. Listen. Lou Rawls helped out with the vocals, but we all know it was Garfield who was singing on this. He just took the credit. Do you yeah. know Garfield has a brother named Raul? Yeah, I think. I don't know. I didn't what, know that. What uh, number you want to <laughs> give it? I'll give it a 55. I used to cut out Garfield cartoon strips and tape them on my... I had a bunk bed with my brother. I had the bottom bunk. Mm-hmm. Or I had one by myself. and I, I don't forgot how it exactly went. But I knew That's I... the best kind of bunk bed. Yeah. By yourself. But I, by I, yourself I, bunk I, I pasted Garfield strips. You got strip. a choice when you go to sleep. I taped Garfield strips on the wall. Really like yeah, that. I did that too. JD, you gave it a 62, right? I yeah. Garfield yes. sheets. All right, Steve. While um, we're listening to the hilarity of Garfield, mm. why don't you give us a number? I'm going to... I'm going to give it a 64, and you know what else I'm going to do? I'm going to plug that uh, I once played the saxophone in an episode of the YouTube favorite Lasagna Cat. Oh. I I can't tell you which episode it is. I don't remember which one. Lasagna Cat's great. But yeah. It's basically where they just recreate Garfield strips, right? Yeah, they recreate them live action, and then there's like a a weird tag on the end. And there's one where I'm supposed to like soundtrack a romantic walk on the beach except i you know it sounds bad because i'm playing kenny g i play i play play kenny g badly on the soprano saxophone oh as a joke i'm glad you said plug too because mason from cruise control wrote this in and i'll be doing a dj set with him in the twin cities minneapolis on may 18th at the at the Yacht Club, the north, the southeast or northeast, you know what I'm talking about, Twin Cities, Yacht Club, from 2 to 4 p.m. Oh, my gosh, it's going to be fun. It's free. You can buy drinks for me. I'm going to be your Brody Jenner. <laughs> Finally, at long last. He seems like a Minnesota Brody Jenner. Yeah. You should, uh, you should wear a wig. Not wear a shirt, yep. Okay, what's our final score? You know JD shamed me for a lack of chest hair today? Oh, you should. Listen, our friend Cal and me, we were exchanging nipple pictures, and we both have very hairy chests, and and it's kind of sexy. And then Dave sends his nipple picture, just weird, freckly, like three hairs around it. <laughs> yeah. 
And ah, yeah, time, time to pluck. What's our final number for this? Uh, we have a, a 58.5. That's Yacht Rock. You yeah. don't want somebody to send you a, a picture of their nipples and the first thing you say is, oh man, it's time to pluck. <laughs> uh, These guys look like a couple fucking cavemen. Matt Bird at Wingnoit wrote this one in. It's Mike Francis' Late Summer Night from 1984. And he writes... Here's the most recent. Picked it up because of the cover moment. Italian heartthrob Mike Francis with a super smooth B-side to hit Survivor. A bit sentimental early on, but the chorus is bouncing. Turn this up a little bit because he turned the last one down. There you go. This is because these are the last two are both YouTube clips. Yeah. So. I get it. The volume's always bad. All right. Personnel on this album is a bunch of Italians. Uh, Discog describes the sound as Italio Disco Slash Boogie. Uh, it's from the 1984 album, Let's Not Talk About It. But I say, fuck you, Mike Francis. We're going to talk about it. I know you're thinking. You're thinking, Mike Francis doesn't sound like an Italian guy. That's wow, yeah, I'm looking at photos of him now, and he kind of looks like if uh, Ralph Hinckley from The Greatest American Hero washed up on a beach. Kind of <laughs> corpse-like. Well, well, he was born... Michel Francisco Puccioni. Yeah, I've seen his nipples. They're Italian. Yeah. His biggest hit is Survivor. It's from this album. He died in 2009 when the cancer got to his lungs, and unfortunately, he did not live up to his biggest hit. Wow. Yeah, here's a photo with a cigarette. Checks out. Pretty cool habit, bro. Um. All right. Well, listen. This is um. This guy. <laughs> hey, oh. hey, it's a me, a Mike Francis. Hello. Hey, do you like a, do you like a, the the Romano cheese in the your lasagna? Wow, more actually, lasagna. somebody on the on the um, on the Yacht Rock Slack put a Mike Francis song up, and it was wonderful. Mwah. Yeah, was it Survivor? That's a kind Bravissimo. of. Bravissimo. It's not really a Yacht Rock song, Survivor, but it's a fucking sweet song. I just listened to it today. This um, is uh, this one is uh, if I'm putting it on the boat, I'm putting it low on the boat. But I I looked him up and I was hoping that maybe he worked with some some yacht rock guys, but he never did. But I'm excited. We're gonna get this guy on the boat. This, this Italian. Oh, here's a photo of him where he looks like a young Tom Hulse. I can't deny the yeah the bounciness of this alone should get it on the boat. It's nice and smooth and blah blah blah. Um, Steve, I'll, you I'll go. Um, oh. I'll go first. Okay. Um, I think this is on the boat. I don't think it's super high on the boat. I will give it a fifty-six. How are you feeling, Steve? I uh, Ooh, look at, wait. I listen would... to this. It's got kind of a Christopher Cross. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? I would, I would generally agree with Dave's assessment. It's on the boat, but not too high. Yep, sounds sounds uh, right to me. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> um, it's not on the crow's nest. I'm going to go... I'm going to go 59. I'm going to go 60. I'll go 60. It's on the cusp of playlistable. 60 and above is my... Should be on every Yacht Rock playlist number. 
I'll give it a 54. You get a uh, 57.25. That's yacht. Send your Yacht or Yacht questions via Twitter at Yacht Rock, hashtag Yacht or Yacht. Go to yachtornyacht.com. Look at our Yachtsky scale there. And we're at Patrickology at Handglops. Put that together. Find the certified Yacht playlist by following J.D. Riznar on Spotify, archived by Samuel J. Hill at S. Hill The Voice. The playlist is archived on YouTube by Matt Bird. He gave us a last suggestion. Follow him on Twitter at Wingnoid for updates. Uh, hashtag Yacht or Yacht on Twitter works. Just ask Matt Bird at Wingnoid. Follow Beyond Yacht Rock on Instagram like Yacht Rock on... Uh, fuck Facebook. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Go to YachtRock.com for a very useful experience. Theme and bumpers by Ocean City Defender. Thanks to producer Matt Brousseau for being deep-voiced, sultry, and generally lovely. Yeah, easy on the eyes, that guy. Is Fuck Facebook a... What? Is that a new site? Fuckface? Fuck Facebook? Fuck Facebook, yeah. It's where you can only make friends with people who you've engaged in blowjobs with. What if it's a girl? She would have given you a blowjob. Oh, I see. Um, (laughs) I... (laughs) I guess also you could have had performed Cunnilingus on the girl. I think then you could be fuck Facebook friends. Hey, join us next week. I'm I'm gonna have my own story about bread. Bye. Bye.